Primos, primas, primes. Welcome once again to my Primos podcast. And once again, we are without our fearless leader, Freddie. But returning from the ether, Chikume. Yes. Oh, he's away from the helm, but here I am. Tripulante. ¿Cómo se llama? What was it called? La Bamba. Yo no soy marinero, soy capitán. Uh, you, are his best, you are his best man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, you are his first yeah. officer. Exactly. Yes. I don't, I, don't, I don't own a yacht, but uh, something like that. Um, but anyways, we're here again back with... <laughs> yeah, with, with Oscar from last week. Oscar Garza yeah. from Five Meets is back once again to talk to us more about his thoughts and his feelings. Oscar, say hello. Okay, fair enough. And, then, <laughs> and Oscar's partner in crime. Rolo, you are back. Rolo Esquivel. What's up? How's it going? Uh, Five Meets is the greatest comic book writer slash illustrator of all time. They're the funniest motherfuckers on the planet. Okay. Not only did that sound perfectly, it was also spitting truth. So, Oscar, Rolo, uh, it is almost time. We are getting ever, ever closer to the release of the first volume of Mashbone and Grifty. Uh, last time, Oscar gave me his summary. Rolo, give me your summary real quickly. Uh, explain Mashbone and Grifty to people who have not read it yet and are going to pick up that book in a few months. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, Mashbone and Grifty is uh, the greatest uh, comic involving comedy and action that you will ever read in your life. That's number one. Um, but no, it's about two, uh, two adult dummies named Mashbone and Grifty that decide to uh, follow their dreams of being, um, you know, something. And uh, they decide to open up a detective agency in their hometown. Uh, their hometown is in need of heroes, and they're the ones that step up for that. And uh, it just follows their hijinks, uh, all the trouble they get into, uh, including with the local law and uh, the local uh, criminal gangs. Um, but it's uh, it's a lot more than that. Uh, we explore a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, like tropes, like for movies and stuff like that. Um, but it's uh, it's the funniest book you're ever going to read. Like that part, definitely. So in this economy, you guys they decided to do that, start their own business, like. Uh... Yeah, because you know, I mean, you can't work for the man, bro. You know, you can't work for the man. You hey, gotta- qu- question, no. question, right off the bat, do you guys? Because right, I mean, you already put your work out, but then now you're kind of reworking it and putting it out again under Chispa. Do you guys like all of a sudden? Do you feel tempted to kind of put it in in the times? Be more like, is that something that you fuck <laughs> yeah. around with? Because like, I know, no, I know. I know you guys are doing like a special edition. But... We're gonna mm-hmm. do uh, this whole doo wop thing, and we're taking it back to the fifties. So yeah, yeah. And, uh, every, gonna every, every other every other page, Mashbone does the uh, uh, the floss dance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's still cool, right? But, yeah, man. You're very current for for what 2016. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I have to get at this source there. But uh, make no, sure but you I, have I a hear... scene. Hey, wait, guys. Make sure you have a scene where one of them looks at the shoes. The other one says, "What are those?" Make sure you have that. Make sure you have that. We're gonna have a character named Daniel, and someone will say, "Damn, Daniel." Oh, got it again with the white band, man. Yeah. That was wow. that was that was and good. Time, so, so and someone will judge you, but no. But I hear what you're saying, uh, Chico man. Um, I don't think there's really. Are you tempted? We, you know, a lot that we really need to do. I guess. Are you tempted? Like, you never. Tempted our stuff to... is our, our shit's timeless. That's timeless. It. It's timeless. <laughs> no, but there's not a yeah. There's there's nothing that's like too out of date. Like our stuff mm-hmm. is. I mean, it's. A lot of it's the stuff that we grew up with, like in the 80s and 90s, a lot of those references. So that's not going to gonna really change. Um, but we might, I mean, we might throw in some, uh, some newfangled modern pop culture things here and there. Um, that'll definitely come with, uh, with writing the rest of the series. 
Um, but as far as what we got right now, I don't think it really it really calls for it. I don't know. Because yeah, I always I always think about South Park back in the day, like when they were they were putting stuff out consistently. Like mm-hmm. the next week, they were talking about whatever was going on. Yeah, it was very topical. You know, it's like very, very yeah. topical. So how the hell is it? Well, yeah, well, well, the trick with South Park, yeah, the trick with South Park is that most animated shows take a year to put out an episode. It takes a year for mm-hmm. Simpsons to come out. Simpsons, South yeah. Park, they're just using a computer program that they had designed for them, and they get it uh, done in, in a week. So they can have comments about what's happening in politics. They even said like in a couple times they'd have most of the episode written and leave like a spot of like 10 minutes just for stuff where they could change it based on what's happening that week. Mashburn and Grifty, though, when was the, the first issue published? What year was the first issue published? Uh, 1974. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. 74, 75. What, yeah. Was it really? Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> My grandpappy drew that shit. Well, you look like you did. <laughs> well, no, but what, what I'm asking, the reason I asked that is like... Well, here's the thing. Um, it, the first one was actually printed like in 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. But the concept of the story was fleshed out over like a decade we, we, because like the bones of the story doesn't have to be topical doesn't have to be any of that uh mm-hmm. so we have the story pretty much in our heads and then you know in little bits of paper here and there for a long time so when it came time to do it it like we don't think about topical necessarily we think about uh like if we if we put anything in there we try also try, try also try not to make it like blatant like mm-hmm. you don't have to understand the references to enjoy the comedy, you know. So what I, I mean, thinking, at the, I mean, at the same time, you're not writing about Elon, Elon, Elon. I was gonna say we kind Elon, of are Elon, because because I that kind of say, yeah, I was gonna say because Elon Stark because because that kind of shit is timeless. There's always gonna be a rich shithead who wants to come fuck up a town. Yeah, uh, you know. No, but I was but, thinking like you're not like writing about. It's like these two guys that are broke and whatever, and it's like they don't have the latest phone. They're not like out there flying or whatever, right? It's they're no. like, that stuff is I, I I can't speak for Rolando, but mm-hmm. I don't find that stuff interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a fuck what phone they have; it doesn't matter. It's not even it doesn't it's not part of the story. Like so, they it, in theory they probably have cell phones, but we never. Well, show they're them adults. Using them, so. They're adults. If they yeah. were kids, I imagine you touch on that, right? Yeah. So Oscar, never, Oscar, but, what I'm hearing is the bones of the story are in the head. Yeah. 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 Something yeah. like that, that explains yeah. a lot. That explains. But it seems like it goes, it goes out one ear, comes out the other. Something exactly. Like that. <laughs> no, but but I get what you're saying because like the topical references that that's like the bane of a lot of uh-huh. comic books. Uh, when you're looking at comic book continuity in history, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, he's met Nixon, he's met Reagan, he's met Clinton, he's met Obama. You know, so it's like it's or, topical. How yeah. could you have met all those guys and it's only been like ten years or fifteen years he's mm-hmm. been active? You guys, you, if you do a guy who's kind of like Elon Musk or kind of like Richard Branson, it doesn't matter because, like you say, there's always going to be that rich, rich asshole. So, mm-hmm. Rolo, this brings up a really good point, and that is how hard is it to try to write topical humor in an adventure comedy series? And this is a, a situation that Marvel is going through right now with their current big hit, She-Hulk. Uh, everybody here been watching She-Hulk, right? Yes. Is it the yep. big hit? Is it the is it a big hit? Okay, well, let's put it this way. It's literally the only new thing Marvel is putting out oh, on yeah. Disney Plus right now. So is it the font of it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So, and so it, is, it, is it even possible to know if it's a hit? Does Disney disclose that information? Mm. That is a good question. Disney and Netflix, Netflix doesn't, right? Netflix doesn't right off. Both, both Disney and Netflix disclose what they want to disclose. 
Yeah. Uh, so they can tell you this is their biggest hit or not. It'd be um, interesting what happens when Ando or what is it that uh, Andor, yeah, Andor, 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 yeah. Andor, yeah. Nando, uh, Andor comes out. See how how it fights. Yeah, him. yeah. Well, well, there are outside people that do monitor it, like the Nielsen's. Uh, they do monitor as well, even the streaming services. But it's not going to ever be quite exactly the same. But but let's just say this: even if uh, like Miss Marvel, for example, was said to be a little bit lower viewed than some of the previous Disney Plus series. Uh, they have not been saying that about She-Hulk, but what is happening about She-Hulk is everybody's been talking about it. Um, and so I want to just kind of like, uh, what do you guys think of the series right now? I, I'm, I'm loving it. I love the comedy. Uh, you can, I go, can I go first? Can I go first? Y'all can, can fucking tear me apart on it, but it feels, I'll be honest, like I'm 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 way less critical for some reason than I was with uh, Miss, like Mrs. Marvel. Like it's it's I feel like it's Mark. It feels like a like a like a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like I'm less critical about it. I'm having more fun with it. it feels you know, like what it's supposed to be, do you? Yeah, it's like I'm like okay, cool. That sounds fun. you know okay. That's not that didn't happen in the comic book, but it's funny. So how I don't know. Like am I am I, um, am I being too soft or too hard on it? Or or yeah. am it's like it's not that she doesn't have serious moments. I, I like I like that. Cool. Uh, you know, breaks let's, let's address that. Let's address that first. You know, it, that's not how it happened in the comics. I've been hearing that comment a lot. One thing you see a lot on the internet is people sharing on Twitter and TikTok and stuff like, well, Deadpool is the one who breaks the fourth wall. And I think everybody in here knows she hoped yeah. it long before Deadpool even first appeared, right? Yeah. Yeah. So people are oh, showing their asses. <laughs> and and it was something, right? It's something that she did, right? Pretty yeah. like it's something it, that was her part of her thing, right? Yeah, that's the gimmick. Yeah, when, when she and this, and this happened when, if you can give me an idea, that's what I was going to give you. So when she first appeared in the late seventies, literally Stanley flat out said it was just to maintain a copyright over the Hulk. Like he wanted to make sure that nobody made a female Hulk that wasn't owned by Marvel. <laughs> Stanley flat out said it. He's like, we're not. Even, it's not because of an important story. It's not because anything big's <laughs> happening. We just want to make sure no one else takes a female Hulk. That's it. That series lasted less than a year. It was okay. Nobody really liked it. Then she started guest starring in a bunch of other books. And when she was guest starring, creators and fans were like, hey, she's kind of fun. You know, like she wasn't like her cousin. She wasn't angry all the time. Uh, she was actually enjoying herself. Uh, and then in the uh, and in the late 80s, that's when she got her series where she really became that fourth wall breaking flat out comedy character where she was kind of funny before. Now her purpose was comedy. Does so, did, did, did DC have anything like that before? Yeah, DC has like Ambush Bug, which uh, came out in the 80s as well. Uh, before She-Hulk? Or... Yeah, and Marvel did too. Uh, Howard the Duck had a lot of uh, okay. uh, fourth wall breaks in the early 70s, mid-70s rather. Uh, um, you know, if you want to go back far enough, there were characters in the 40s that broke the like, Batman. Was yeah, but it, that, that, that Deadpool <laughs> argument is like, well, to sleep. like well, it's dumb. Ambush it's Bug. Dumb. Ambush Bug did do it consistently before She-Hulk did. But She Hulk did it a lot more popularly, I would say. Yeah, who, who, who's that though? Like, exactly. Know. That's why I say I'm a, that's why I say She Hulk. Yeah. Who'd he yeah. ever beat? Yeah, well, I mean yeah. he, he messed with Sandman once and Sandman beat him up. Um but uh but yeah, so she so She Hulk was breaking the fourth wall. Uh that series lasted I think about five years. Um and then she had several other series since then. Most of her subsequent series 
have not been fourth wall breaking. I didn't know it was in the Fantastic Four. Like. Yeah. yeah, she replaced the thing. The thing went off to go sow his wild oats for a few years, and she God was. God damn, what? Yeah, like no, the Grand Canyon or yeah. well, he was on an alien planet where he could turn into a human if he wanted to. So, so he decided to stay there. Oh, human. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That he went to Mars or something yeah. like that. Pop, and and uh, She-Hulk, being a lawyer, has been since her very first appearance uh, in that kind of stuff. Uh, most of this series, though, is based on the early 2000s series by Dan Slott. Uh, he's the guy that that kind of reinvigorated She-Hulk again, made her made her like top of the crop again. Uh, that one was not really very much fourth wall breaking, although they did acknowledge it. But it was more about like taking the superhero and putting it into the courtroom and then turning that into a source of both comedy and drama. So that's what that was. Uh, I think that's why it that's why it works, or maybe that's why it works for uh, Chikumez. Uh, there really is no like big bad, and I think in Miss Marvel mm-hmm. you're kind of anticipating that. All right, like what's the what's the what's the what's the biggie here? I agree. Um, um, and in She-Hulk, it's not that; it's just her dealing with her powers, and it's fucking funny. Um, yeah, I think like for me that I believe that's why it works for me, man. That that makes sense. I mean, Miss Marvel. One of the complaints we had when in Chikume and Freddie and I did our review of Miss Marvel is that it's presenting itself as a traditional superhero so- show, but there was no traditional superhero bad guy. Yeah. Whereas She-Hulk is saying, "Hey, we're a sitcom about lawyers, so yeah. there can be bad guys, and there's definitely going to be an arc." And I think we're seeing more of it each episode. But, like, it's not, like, when is he going to fight, you know? Right. Like, heck, her only big challenge so far was uh, Titania, that that, that uh, woman who fought her in the courtroom in the first... But she, was she yeah, supposed yeah. to be that lame? <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. okay. Um, I, the complaints I heard was that her costume was lame, and, and I will agree. Yeah, it was. Costume, it was. It seemed like she got it at the swap meet or something. <laughs> honestly, wait, Oscar, Orolo, you guys correct me on this one. I, I, Titania looked to me like she was meant to be, like, an indie wrestler. I thought yeah. she looked. Yeah. I thought she looked quite stylish. To be I, I thought so too. I thought she looked like good as that, but she didn't look yeah. like the skin tight spikes on her costume thing that she usually wears in the comics. She had a budget, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the thing about her and She Hulk is that she has always been a lame supervillain. The only time she's ever been important is when she fights She Hulk, and the only reason she fights She Hulk is she flat out is jealous of She Hulk. You know, that's it. That's her whole reason. Yeah. And the only reason She-Hulk fights her back is because, oh, it's you again. Um, hmm. and, and, uh, and and actually, the latest issues of She-Hulk recently just came out, have finally dealt with that, where She-Hulk says, look, Titania, you want to fight me? I like fighting you. Why don't we just fight for fun? And Titania's like, what? You're not going like, to take me to the, to, the, to the jail or something? For what? You attacked me. I'm not going to press charges. Why don't we just like fight outside the city <laughs> next week? Titania's like, you do that? Yeah, yeah, we'll just fight outside the city next week. And Titania's like, okay. Meet you on Saturday. So now they're kind of becoming friends who like to beat each other up. <laughs> so if like, that if that happens on the show, that would be awesome. Uh, that would be like a season two thing, is what I'm betting. I don't think they do that in season one. Uh, but either but way, the, I like the, the episode. The episodes do feel. Re- does does it does that mean that I'm enjoying it? The episodes seem very short. Yeah, they're episodic. Well, they, they're very. They are short. short. Like they are yeah, short? they're okay. They are short. Okay. I, I do wish they were longer, and, yeah. or or if they weren't longer. I wish there was like a, 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 this is like the first time I've had a Disney plus Marvel series where I wish they had a 20 episode season because <laughs> and it's probably going to be nine, right? Or yeah, it's probably gonna be like eight or nine. I didn't look it up. But the thing is, is like they keep introducing these characters that I know from the comics, like uh, her coworkers, Pug and, and Mallory. Uh, those two characters are really significant characters in the comics, 
but they're the kind of characters that need time to develop. And if they're only in like two seconds of every episode, then they're not going to develop. I mean, I, I like, and you guys go, like, I like that she's asking, like, who's getting, how do I get paid? Like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, like the actual, because you always think about that, like, and it's like, who the fuck is supporting Captain America? Like, I've heard that if you're in the Olympics, you have to pay your own way there. At least you're in the United States. So it's like, if it's anything like that, fucking Captain America is at the Sonics, and then he, he goes and fights crime. So, yeah. Oscar, let me ask you a quick question. Speaking of what Chikuma said, uh, Captain America, you watched that show, right? Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Marvel ho. I watch How do you think that She Hulk handled that versus the way Falcon handled that? They both Falcon, handled it. Uh, yeah, they uh, did. They, yeah, yeah. They both handled it, and Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier handled it in a serious way, and She Hulk handled it in a funny way by bringing it up, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a just mal, you know, she's just blurting shit out. Uh, I like the show. I think it's fun. I think it's totally different, and it needs to be. Um, like everybody wants that formula, the Marvel formula, and the mm -hmm. shows I feel are their chance to try different shit. You know? Oh, I love that. I love that. It's, That's it's, exactly it's, doing. it's it's and it's their chance to do, quite frankly, to do characters that wouldn't fly in the movies. Like they don't want to like. Uh, there are certain characters they they don't want to do yet. They want to test the waters. You know. Yeah. You know what? I I think she looks like a perfect example because she would be an amazing in an ensemble movie. But it would be kind of odd to have a movie and, and, just and, about her. But and she will be. She will be amazing in the later. Oh, yeah, she will be. Because so like, yeah. uh, before I, before this, they had Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah. Moonlight, and then Moonlight, and he was a little bit comical, right? Like he was kind of like he would fuck around, and he was but weird. Not as much, he was like beyond weird. weird, yeah. Yeah. This feels like Friends. I don't like. Friends, <laughs> I like. I like this. I I, I thought like it was good. And, yeah, I thought it was funny. And like uh, I'm getting exactly what I want out of it, you know. Like I'm getting jokes and gags and, and lighthearted shit, and uh, and I dig it. I like it. I think it's fun. That, that's I it. I mean, I okay. If, if if we were to pick at something, I'm I, I'm a I'm a kind of get it off your table. The, the, the CGI sucks. Like it, it's just really bad to me. But if if you could pick at something, what would you pick at it? Like I, hold on, let's let's do the CGI first for a second. Let's say okay. one thing. So I, on the first two episodes, I didn't really have a problem with the CGI. It's not quite the level of in-game. The yeah. third episode, it really did bother me, but I have a theory on that. In the third episode, she spent most of her time standing still and talking. Whereas in the first two episodes, she was moving, she was doing yoga, she was, oh. her hair was flying up. And I think as long as she's in motion... You don't notice it as much, but when she's standing perfectly still, um, her eyes don't seem to. I mean, but for the sake of being critical, let's shit on that. I, I, I think it's. I think it's. That. I think it's. Um, it's short-sighted on some people, mm -hmm. and and in a out as an animator, I'll say it's inappropriate to criticize the. What do you uh, know? Well, to, to criticize. <laughs> to, 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 what are your criticize, Oscar? To yeah, criticize the quality at, of the quality of animation, <laughs> and pretend that. A month ago, we weren't reading all these articles on how they fuck their animators. Yeah, of course mm. the animation is not going to be good. Uh, for those guys, who don't know, for those I mean, who don't know, that, Oscar has the background in video they, game animation. Uh, mm. They have their animators working around the clock. Uh, they're they're suffering health problems. They're not getting paid enough. Uh, of course the animation is suffering. So like nobody's putting those two things together in in, in tweets. And, and they're sad. I mean, let me. Are these people salaried? 
No, they're they're all contract. They can they they work for a studio. They may or may not be. They may or may not be. They may or may not be uh, full time Mm -hmm. for the studio, but the studios are contracted Mm -hmm. by Marvel. And if you don't get their work done, they'll find a cheaper studio. Uh, It so like, is it okay? Does it not look amazing? Yeah, sure. Does it does it look horrible? I don't believe anyone who says it looks horrible. Okay, but let me let let, let me ask you a question in terms of what you're just saying. Yeah. It goes into a little bit of the politics of that business. I'm assuming that to me that reflects bad on Disney. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily reflect bad on whoever did it. But then again, you on the credits, your shit appears, right? Yeah, it pops up, hold up, right? It doesn't. You're yeah. you're right. It, it reflects bad on Disney for those of us who have this conversation. Mm-hmm. But for yeah. those who aren't having the conversation, like again, Oscar is somebody who has this background. We're yeah. talking to somebody sure, who's been there. Names attached to it, and every yeah. every video on Twitter that shits on the anime on the animation mm-hmm. is using frame blending on their television to make it look like garbage. They they and if you, and if you can't turn frame oh. blending on your TV, I don't want to hear shit from you. You don't know what you're talking. You know about. what? Sorry I'm, for getting I'm angry, a, but I'm frame blending. Is terrible. I don't even know what that is. Frame blending. I don't even know what that is. When you buy a new TV, it's on by default. Oh yeah, I remember uh, turning it off with my dad. I didn't know it was yeah, called. Long story short, it looked weird. Everything is thirty frames per second, and frame blending makes it sixty by making fake AI frames in between each frame. You know what? I think, like I think we should uh, we should give Oscar a segment every week to <laughs> explaining <about> the technology. <laughs> no, no, yeah, explaining. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Oh, uh, and, and one more thing. I don't know anything and, about and, that. And I'm one saying. more. And, and one more thing. Sorry for yelling. <laughs> hey, Oscar. Um, how do I hook up my VCR to my camera? <laughs> yeah, mine's been blinking 12 for a while, actually. Yeah, Off, That's offline, offline conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that could be an email. Guys. Oscar, you said one more thing. What, what was the other thing you want to talk about? Sorry for yelling. Okay. Well, then, Rolo, I'm going to flip this from the, the CGI to uh, the writing of it, and that's also been getting some, some flack because you are somebody who writes comedy. And uh-huh. and the fact they've been saying is people are saying, well, it's – it's not believable enough, or 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 they it's too leaning into the comedy. What do you mean uh, believable at, enough? What is that? At, mean? Well, well, we'll get to that in a second. I'm a Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oscar, I mean, Rolo, what do you think? What do you think as a guy who writes comedy? How do you feel about the writing of the show? I like the comedy. I think that it's. I think it's it's pretty um, pretty well balanced, man. Like as far as you know, the actiony stuff to the comedy for what it's supposed to be. Like it's supposed to be like an Ally McBeal-ish show. And that's kind of what they're doing, but with superheroes. Um, so I think it's I think it's fine. I don't think the um, I don't think the writing is uh, is bad at all. Well, let me talk about what the the unrealistic thing that people were complaining about. And let's let's uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Men, mostly white male men, white men, white straight men, have been saying it is not believable that a woman could do these things, or not believable. No, 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 no. Mm. Tell me, tell me, Chico man. What, what, what are you hearing? What are you hearing? Okay, no, no, I, dudes know. No, well, I, I'm a, I tend to interrupt, but let me. I want you to finish that thought. Like, it's not believable that women can do what? No, I'm asking. I'm saying I've heard mm. uh, people are playing. So, what are you hearing? Chico well, I've been um watching a bunch of like, what's it called, comics explained or something yeah, like different that. Different comics and shows. Yeah, too. all that stuff and kind of like freshening up on. Are getting introduced to She-Hulk and her backstory, right? Mm-hmm. And even to Red, Red, the Red She-Hulk, 
mm-hmm. um, to Red Hulk and all that other stuff and oh, and Abomination and all that stuff. And boom, all of a sudden, a Ben Shapiro clip comes out talking shit about She-Hulk. I'm okay, let me fucking click on this dumb shit. So, because I hate his voice, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, um, he's good with numbers. He's good with putting, you know, kind of like. You know, like he'll spit a number out, and if you're, if, and, and if you're like, okay, shit, let me go check that shit. But anyways, let me give you an example. He he said he talked shit about her. Um, he talked shit about her ability to be able to control her emotions, right? All right. Yep, that's a big and complaint then, I've heard from other people. Yeah, exactly. So then, from there, he immediately jumps, like literally, like leaps, du- double jumps. You know, like leaps across to like. Well, it turns out that most the majority of the majority of people that die are male. Like he jumps across to like reference the murder, the, the like the murder statistics. And it's like, you don't have to get murdered for, for her to, for you to ex- like a, a woman does not have to get murdered for her to experience what she was alluding to at the moment in terms of getting cat called, getting mansplained, getting, you know, interrupted at a meeting at work, which, you know, happens a lot. Should I've done it myself too? Like, it's just, you know, you have to be mindful of everybody's, you know, voice. But it's like, how, how the fuck do you make that leap? And then they, it's just, at the end of the day, it just seems like a ploy to kind of obviously monetize their videos to pull people from there to here. So just so, your so- opinion on that. Just to be clear, of course, none of us speak for women. We can't do yeah. that. Yeah. And unfortunately, just luck of the draw, this happens to be who we have here today. We yeah. don't have any women to speak about this, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure all four of us here are aware that women go through a lot. Uh, and a lot that is, and I say women, women, uh, female presenting people are, go through things that that men don't on the same. You know, I, I use an example. Uh, in, in the She-Hulk show, right? Very beginning, she's she's all looks beat up. She came out of the forest, doesn't know what's happening. Walks, goes into the women's bathroom, and immediately these women go up to her and say and help her out. And I, I heard some podcaster talking to, to to a female podcaster, a guy podcaster, a female, and says, "Hey, is that really what happens in women's bathrooms?" And she's like, "Yeah, women are going to help each other out because they know what I've they're going through." That. Yeah, I see that. Men, men have different kinds of stresses. Men have like we go into bathrooms, we don't look at each other. We don't talk to each other. We pretend we are not we there. We just try our... not to step on the pee yeah. that's on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that too. So we have different stresses, but there, but there are stresses that have been put there by what is a, a male-run society, you know. Um, and, and the idea that that she has to go through a whole bunch of stuff every single day, just like every woman does, um, that's very believable. But then the question became, well, how can you compare that to Bruce Banner? Blah 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 blah. blah. And let me ask you guys, but based on what you guys know of the Hulk and Bruce Banner. What is different about the about Bruce Banner that does not apply to many other people? In fact, the only other person that really applies to is Moon Knight. What the dual identity thing? Yeah, Bruce Banner has had severe, severe childhood trauma. Right, it, right, right, it, right. it has not come up in the show, but his reaction to this is DID. Uh, he has uh, various untreated mental issues, and in yeah. fact, I think this show even proves it. The latest episode. The abomination, who is a man, automatically is, oh, abomination, normal guy, abomination, Emil. And how does right. he do that? Because he doesn't mm. have problems. So yeah. it's not that she is better than Bruce. Oh, or he's overcome it. He's, you know, God put yeah. himself to do yes. it. Yeah. But his overcoming I, it was cheating. He cheated with mm-hmm. using uh, radiation and science instead of actually dealing mm-hmm. with the trauma. Yeah. 
people will go to Mexico in, in a lab and try to change themselves instead of going to therapy. I think that's the tweet that I saw. So, like, I feel I, I find it. I'm, I don't want to talk about that, dude, but I'll just say it really quick. I find it incredibly pathetic to go through this whole shebang uh, regarding She-Hulk on Disney Plus, the comedy show. Like, yeah. I think it's ridiculous. And, and you're who, right. Who, uh, you're, the Ben Shapiro? Yeah, you're well, right. Guys, like, I, you know, Rolando, too. I'm a wrestling fan. I know manufactured bullshit when I see it. I know a work when I see it. When they're, like, they're just drumming shit up to sell things. Oh, yeah. Re- that's wrestling. And, and, they do wrestling talk, and and that's all that is. It's not none of that's real. Yeah, it's all none bullshit. of it's real. Um, no, no, re- you can't Shapiro, compare it to that. Shapiro goes home and gets browbeat by wrestle, his wife, and he takes rest, it. wrestling <laughs> takes some wrestling actually takes some like talent and abilities to do. So you can't even. No, no, I'm talking about really. I'm talking about the words, the promos, getting mm-hmm. you to getting yeah. you to buy tickets. You're talking about the uh, way the way the way a wrestler will act to piss the off rest, the audience. The, the yeah. wrestling, get them involved. The, the, the wrestling, the wrestling yeah. is cool, but the words, the promos, the the, the way they the, the things that they talk and say that gets people to buy the tickets. No, yeah, and, and it's like just to kind of be. I mean, we're already political about this, but one time I, I can't. I was watching videos on inflation and then Ben Shapiro popped up. Like he's really good at that. Everywhere you everywhere you look at everywhere politics, you he look. pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it, it, comes it really depends on what part of the media you're looking at. Because here's the thing. You do know that like whatever algorithm, social media yeah. you're looking at, the algorithm, whatever social media you're looking at, it says, Oh, and that's the thing, you paid yeah. attention for five minutes, we'll give you more of that stuff. No, yeah, and you don't even have to like it. You watch oh. it for a few seconds and then exactly. boom, you get more. Yeah. I've got a bunch of clowns on my TikTok right now. I mean, literal, like clown oh, makeup. Why? Why, why is there clown makeup? I, I must have looked at it for five seconds, and it, now it thinks, uh-huh. oh, he likes clowns. I'm going to send him more clowns. What no, but, but, you know, just to kind of give you an idea for people to kind of, like, uh, di- help digest this whole ideology that's coming in here and fucking this up and trying to give this, like, very logical perspective, like if they're a Vulcan or something like that, and you can't deny it, right? It's like um, a logical perspective of stupidity. Yeah. yeah. So well, then, as long as you sound like, like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, which is stupid. That's what thing. It that guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about, and so do a bunch of other people. And sometimes we do too, probably. And it's like, no, check everybody. So then this guy, he talks about inflation, and he goes through this list on a on a whiteboard or something like that. But the whole time, he literally doesn't mention price gouging. And then at the end of it, he was like, ta-ta, buy gold. And it's like, bullshit. It's like, it's all a fucking facade, like you said. So I'm not going to say pay no mind to the critics. Because sometimes, you know, critiquing is good. It keeps you on your toes, right? But some of this shit is just ridiculous. Let's look at one of the other things that they complained about with She-Hulk. Last episode, we had Megan Thee Stallion on, and we had, like, as if I'm mm. part of it, they had Megan Thee Stallion on, and at the end of it, there's a twerking scene, and a bunch of these, and again, same guys that are on that dude's side are, are saying something like, oh, well, they're sexualizing her when you said you're going to be a, make her a feminist, whatever, and the thing is this, I, uh, I uh, that doesn't look to me like that scene was designed for the male gaze. I was looking at her calves. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had nothing but... but Women I talked to who watched that show tell me how much they loved that scene because it they made it feel fun and it's like oh she was it having was, fun it was a sight gag like hey yeah. what was Megan Thee Stallion the actual Megan Thee Stallion yeah, that one was the actual Megan Thee Stallion um, yeah yeah okay. she just came in for two scenes recorded them and left yeah but but like 
and it, made how much? Good yeah, for who knows? <laughs> uh, and but whoever, whoever those, and it's mostly dudes that complain about that, like, pardon my French, but they get no bitches, man. Like, that's, those are just, I've seen women, I've, I've come across just women complaining like, about it. the ways that just, I don't know, man, like, they have nothing better to do than to just pick, like, things apart um, that people enjoy. You know, it's, it's that kind of person. Yeah, because yeah, I also heard commentary regarding um, her, I mean, to quote them, of her bitching about, because when she, and they go back to that same little segment about her bitching about um, women, I'm a woman, I'm able to control my emotions better, right? And uh, then, She doesn't say she's able to control her emotions better. She says she's mm-hmm. had more experience controlling okay, her emotions, yeah, yeah. which is entirely so, accurate. So then they refer to that at least this guy forget his, this guy's name he's in the same vein of yeah yeah anyway but what he said so then what he said was well um that that type of uh that type of an inconvenience isn't significant compared to and then he compares it to like war-torn countries and so, it's like and i'm like motherfucker you are you were you the one just bitching about a few months ago about putting a mask on which is a slight inconvenience, and now you're gonna come and fucking bitch about her complaining about something that affects her. So it's like, man, you can't have it both yeah. ways, man. Also, the guys that are saying that they're saying, oh well, well, Hulk had to fight Thanos and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but we're not talking about superhero battles. I mean, She-Hulk hasn't had mm-hmm. superhero battles yet. She's going to have them eventually. We're talking about real life, and in real life, Bruce Banner had trauma, did not deal with it, has spent his entire adult life ignoring it, and it came back to bite him in the butt. She has had to deal with her emotional issues every mm-hmm. single day because that's just a woman in the workplace. She's in a male-dominated industry, it being the law, and she has to be able to prove to other people that she can do her job more so than somebody who is white and male would have to do it. No, yeah, I mean, go ask your mom. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, she'll tell you. Like, if you got if you if you got anything bad to say about that, go ask your mom. I, I think terrible. like the the big fail is whenever it's these dudes that say stuff like. Oh, a woman wouldn't feel that way, like that kind of shit. It's like shut the fuck up. The guys they don't, they yeah, don't talk to women. Woman. Yeah, they they yeah. talk at women. They don't talk mm-hmm. to women. Yeah. Um. And, and and on that note, since we are not women, I think we should move on from this topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the the content of the show. Uh, who she's been interacting with. We already mentioned Titania. Uh, we mentioned Abomination a little bit. Uh, and I'm curious what you guys think about some of the characters because. They made a gag in this episode where she looks at the camera and says, this isn't going to be one of those cameo shows. And then she starts counting through the cameos. <laughs> so like um, Titania, we haven't got much of yet. So we'll, we'll leave that alone. Uh, all we know about her is that she's an influencer and that's all we got so far. Bruce, Bruce has been the big cameo. Uh, what do you guys think of the way uh, Bruce Banner, smart Hulk uh, has been shown in this show? What you got? Chico May? The fact that he's able to control his emotions a little bit better now, like he's stable, I guess. Yeah. Um, does that, because I also saw another clip that said, like, what happened to the Hulk? He's a little, and he get tossed by a little Jeep. And it's like, they compare him to like previously. So that just, because does, does the Hulk grows as the angrier he gets? Or what? So that I've I got two things on that. Number one, he's not fighting her with the same effort he's mm-hmm. going to fight Iron Man or Thanos. He's so literally, he's yeah. fighting with his cousin. Even if he's angry at her, he's not trying to kill her. Yeah. Uh, so, and number two, we have seen him get thrown by hitting, getting hit by a car. That's happened to him before in the Marvel movies. Like literally, that's happened. He gets back up again. It's not like he's damaged. She was worried about him because, again, it's her cousin. 
But yeah. like he, we as an audience know he was not hurt. She goes, oh, no, Bruce, are you OK? We we know he's, he's not hurt. Um, he tries to throw the, the rock. He's not trying to throw the rock. He's just showing her, here's how you can do it. And she's like, ah, look what I can do. And then, of course, the little machismo cops in. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to throw it into orbit, you know. Uh, so it's not that she's doing anything better than him or that he's weaker. It's that he's not trying because he doesn't have to. But then the other aspect of it is exactly what nobody, you said. He doesn't have to impress her, right? Like it's yeah, just, exactly, just exactly. being himself. Yeah. Uh, the other aspect is exactly what you said. The angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. And she even says it in one of the episodes where she's it, he starts to talk about how long it took him to fix it. And then she's like, yeah, you should have just got therapy. Or so I don't remember exactly her words, but she says yeah. basically he found a roundabout to get it. Um, so Hulk is here. And uh, Roto, Oscar, what do you guys think about, about Hulk as he is shown on this show? Is he less than you want? Is he exactly what you want? What are you thinking? I liked it. Um, yeah, By the way, it. who's behind you? Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> you guys uh, listening <laughs> on the podcast, behind yeah. Rolo is a gigantic Bruce Banner Hulk. Say nice shit about him. Or else, yeah. <laughs> he will punch you in the back. Yeah, he's already threatening me with the fist. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, no, I like it, man. Um, I don't need to see like like battle ready hulk like all the time like mm -hmm. this is a cool change they already introduced professor hulk so if he's just carrying on like a normal dude with his cousin that's cool um i like that they're like i like their interactions um like that kind of having a heart to heart with her and stuff and all that little emotional stuff uh having to do with uh with tony uh you know them building the the bar and all that um i thought that was pretty cool um i like seeing that that kind of deeper part of uh of uh, bruce banner uh hulk you, you know i i was one of one of the many things that bothered me about endgame because a lot of stuff bothers me about that movie i know that's sacrilege to say it but it's true but one of the many things is that they skipped over the hulk's development he went straight from i'm struggling with myself to hey i fixed everything behind the scenes yeah. and and his appearances in this show address that a little bit because i mean we don't yeah. get a lot just like like uh like she hulk says that he kind of took a shortcut but but we do get a little bit of addressing that and that emotional side, which honestly, as as somebody in the audience, I wanted to know about. Yeah. Um, I, I will say though that I'm excited about where he's going, uh, because uh, they they kick off the whole story with having that spaceship show up, and then yeah. when, when we last see him, he's on the spaceship. And if you look in the room behind him, all the equipment that he's taking with him is that gamma studying equipment. So where is he going? that he needs to have gamma studying equipment with him. I think that he's going to need a lawyer soon because if anybody's familiar with the comic books, when he was on Sakaar for an extended period of time, he had a baby that he didn't raise. Um, so, um, <laughs> so if he's taking that equipment back to Sakaar, he's going to be studying somebody over there that may have gamma radiation in them. And uh, he's going to need somebody. He's going to need a good lawyer soon uh, to deal you with put that. Uh, gamma radiation in somebody? <laughs> well, yeah, putting it in somebody in some way. Yeah, I mean, it's one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what you're saying is that Hulk fucks. <laughs> that guy fucks. <laughs> yeah, to, to use, use uh, Jennifer Walters' terms, yeah. Hey, but I mean, okay, what are you guys' opinion going back to what I, how it started initially? Like, is it okay that I'm being less critical with this than I am it's with? It's perfectly fine. Um, um, Mrs. You know, Mrs. Marvel. Like, here's, here's is it okay? You know? you, you're looking at as... there, there's cultural layers there that you're like consistently going over, chewing over, referencing other people. You know, like, and then does this mean that the you know the white girl gets a pass or, or I don't know? No, like, it's not the white. It's not the know? white girl gets a pass. It's that 
look, when you're doing a show about a teenager, uh, a Muslim teenager mm -hmm. with her family, and it takes place, a lot of it takes place in a mosque, you, you, yeah. you, you got to get some of that shit right. Uh, for lack of a better term, this is a, a, white a girl. Very, it's a very white show, you know, yeah. and, and it's the, the focus of this show is, is there's focus on, on, uh, on gender, which is very important. Uh -huh. And I feel like that personally, I feel like they're addressing that to the best of their. And ability. I will say this, it doesn't feel pushy. Like, yeah, to I, the, I like yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not to, like, to the best of their ability. I, I feel like they're doing yeah. it and the focus is comedy. So when I hear people bashing, like trying to pick apart this comedy show that's here for yucks and jokes. And, and I, I'm, how do I say it? Sorry. That's all this show is here for. I mean, cause I'll, show I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this, like one of the reasons I'm personally less critical and I'm in for it is because I love her and orphan black. Oh yeah. And it's uh, like, it's a badass, amazing actor. Fucking and, yeah, she she's played, hilarious, and she and she plays so many characters in that and I the one character I didn't like is the one with the glasses and the <laughs> fucking ponytail looking at that. I didn't like the that character. The, the one has the locks. Yeah. Yeah, but then the Russian one or something like that, she was fucking badass. But I remember my last interaction with her as an actress was Orphan Black. So then to me, seeing her again, it's like boom, I'm in. Like I love her, I like her. So then maybe that's why I'm being less critical and it's comedy or whatever. It's a different light than I've seen her before. But it's like, anyways, it's still something that I wanted to bring up in terms of I noticed that I was less critical of, of, of anything that for, for at least She-Hulk. So. Yeah, you're seeing an actor that you like, like yeah. doing good in something else. Yeah. I'm just gonna, gonna dig it for sure. But yeah. yeah, she's hilarious, man. Her comedic timing and stuff, like mm -hmm. it's really good. Like she's an awesome, awesome actor. Anybody who hasn't seen Orphan Black, she plays like what six, seven people, oh, and, the th yeah. and the thing is, there there's one scene, and this is where, a Canadian like, sci-fi. Yeah, right? sci there's yeah. one scene where there's like six of her in the same room dancing together, and I swear, even though I know what the show is, I forgot they were not the same. That they were yeah. not different actors. I, I I I'm watching it, and I'm just convinced that they're just interacting with each other. And I'm like, wait, she had to film this six times. What the heck? Like I'm, I'm, I, I could not believe it. I, I was fully sold that she was a people. She's Which got is funny. Some, she's got some she range, and she probably yeah, but, over. Yeah. But now she's playing two people that have the same voice, and that's so kind of weird. Easy. That's kind of easy. But like, but like the other ones she played, yeah. each sounded differently. Here she's yeah. playing two people that look different but sound, sound the same. same. Kind of weird. Not um, since, uh, not since Andre three thousand that someone pulled that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the intro to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've had we've had other guest stars, of course. We had Wong show up uh, with the Abomination. Uh, yeah. I, I was I yeah. love Wong. I have I have two things about Wong. One is I don't get his motivation in this series. Like he broke out the Abomination for fun. I mean, he says it's for challenging himself, I, but like it sounded like it was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was like a trial kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it, it, he had to get he oh. had to get jumped in to be. <laughs> <part of it. laughs> I felt like, like he was getting. Uh, I felt like he was getting. Uh, what do you call it? That the Boy Scouts get the little the badge. Yeah, that's good. But, but here's the thing: back, back and watch the Shang Chi. He he's literally telling Abomination to pull his punches more. Yeah, because he's so smart. Yeah, but that means he wasn't really challenging himself. It definitely sounds that he uh, that he cheated to become yeah. Supreme. Yeah, 
I was laughing my ass off at that shit. Which is the second concern I have with with Wong, which is audiences are really loving him as Sorcerer Supreme, and we as comic book fans know eventually Strange is going to be Sorcerer Supreme. Are they really going to replace the the Asian guy with the white guy? That feels like that's going to be a weird story to tell. Whoa, 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 okay. I don't know anything about this. What do you mean? So so in the comics, uh, the Ancient One dies, and there's no Sorcerer Supreme for a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. there's a big contest, and they give it to Doctor Strange. But in the in the movies and TV shows, they said that between the ancient one dying and Doctor Strange, Wong is Sorcerer Supreme. He's he's the interim, right? But but interim isn't the right way of putting it. He is currently the Sorcerer Supreme, right? That's like saying like saying any previous president was the interim president. No, he was the Mm. president. Uh, But the problem is, is that is he just going to exactly? Like, yeah. Are they gonna kill him? Are they gonna make him I step down? Like, I don't think the they. I don't think they ever have to do that. There's no reason. Like, they already had one cool Doctor Strange yeah. movie, and he. It's just a. It's just Doctor, a. If, if, you don't it need feels it. like Doctor Strange can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if they so he doesn't need the title, what you're saying? Yeah, he does. No. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. All right. They're gonna have that. someone on him and be like, "Hey, he cheated." She Hulk argued it in court. I mean, the title from him, then they have a tournament, and you know, two out of three falls match. I, I mean, if they if they do demote him, as long as he keeps his pay grade, like I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give back the title if you let yeah. me. Yeah, just just give me a raise and I'll give it back to you. Yeah. But okay. That's now, of course, the the uh, person that uh, Wong is there for is the Abomination. This is only the second actor we've had that showed up from the the uh, Ed Norton Hulk movie because remember Ed Norton Hulk movie was technically part of the 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 MCU, MCU uh, but they didn't bring him back they didn't bring Liv Tyler back they only brought back John Hurt and now they brought back uh, the Abomination uh, and, and I love that they brought him back uh, he was referenced in Shield which I'm hoping they bring back into continuity uh, but what do you guys think of the Abomination it was it was definitely different. Yeah, it, fe- it felt like he was never gonna come back. Is yeah, that- it really did. Really did. Like, yeah. It felt like just, he was just be happy he's there. He's uh, yeah, he's gone. It's, it felt. I mean, do they need to bring another big well, green guy? You know, and most Marvel villains, except for Loki, don't come back. But there, there is in that same movie, they show a scientist named Samuel Stearns who gets this like chemical dropped on it. Well, it's like chemical, yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's blood, and he's supposed to be a major Hulk bad guy. We never see him again. Um, so maybe we'll get more of him on this show. Who knows? Um, so what, what are the cameos do you guys expect? Um, well, so that's one. I just mentioned him, the leader also in the Ed Norton Hulk movie is a psychologist that Bruce Banner talks to named Leonard Sampson. He also is a Hulk character. He's, he's called doc Sampson and his, instead of getting green skin, he just gets long green hair and muscles. And literally his whole thing in the comics is that he's stronger than Spider-Man, but all he does is like, He's a psychologist for superheroes. That's all he does. And uh, I would love to see a character like that in this show. That'd be interesting to me. That sounds like a beast from uh, X-Men. Basically. He's, 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 <laughs> he's treated the X-Men before, too. Yeah. Um, I, I do have one weird thought about the Abomination storyline, though, is that he had those uh, seven soulmates. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. Which, <laughs> I, on the one hand, they were kind of using polyamory as a joke, but nobody nobody made fun of it as that. Yeah, it's just no. these, these ladies are clearly going to cult. Like, right? To me, it's like they're into him. Like what? Like, yeah, I felt it was more like a cult than polyamory. I am exactly. So I'm. I'm actually thinking this might be setting up for a story. So he might. He might come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think. I think they're setting up for a story that somebody is trying to basically trick the abomination into working for them. And, and the question is, 
who in the Marvel Universe would have the ability to trick the abomination, the desire to do it, and it would be weird enough to do it in the form of a cult. Like, and so that, that really leads me to a couple of solutions. One of them could be the leader, although in the comics that's not his style. My actual guess is this character called Zemnu the Titan, also known as the Hulk. He was the very first guy to be called the Hulk in the Marvel Universe comics, and he is a big, fluffy, white, teddy bear-looking guy that is strong as the Hulk and telepathic. And okay, he just, okay, 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 okay. Please elaborate for okay. us. The so there, is, so there is this big, fluffy dude, right? I, 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 that's the best way I can describe him. He's a monster, but he's... Michelin Man. Yeah, he looks like the Michelin Man who covered in fur, right? Mm -hmm. and, and he's strong, and he can rip apart mountains and whatever, but his, his main thing... was the Hulk. Yes, he was called the Hulk. But the main thing about him was he's telepathic, and he uses his powers to try to like manipulate people into following him. One of his big stories, he actually had a children's like okay. he had a children's oh, yeah. show on TV starring him. And he was like, Hello, children, I'm Zimnu the Titan. Come worship me. And people thought it was a real show, and the kids would watch it, and they became his zombie slaves to the TV. It's it's ridiculous. He's a ridiculous character. Hmm. And a character that ridiculous would have a cult it, that would try to manipulate the abomination. But it That's sounds like it would it would also fit in the show. Yeah, yeah. And and to your to, to your point about the CGI Oscar, uh would it be it, it would be maybe hard to animate this guy if he's covered in fur, but easier if they don't have to worry about giving him a mouth or any realistic eyes. What do you think, Oscar? Uh the eyes and, and a mouth that's just like, you know, that's uh, you either do or you do it. it. It doesn't it doesn't add or subtract anything. So would the fur make it make most it most of it's all mocap anyway, so Okay, well, would the fact that he's covered in fur make it too hard to animate? No, that's just a renderer. Hey, man, we should we should have we should uh, we should have Oscar do a master class on my primo's podcast on YouTube. Really, really should. And, uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one more guest star that showed up in this past episode. Well, not one, but like a team of guest stars. At the end of the episode, we see these guys show up that try to beat beat up Jennifer Walters in an alleyway. One dude has a glowing helmet. One dude has glowing hands. Another dude yeah. has a glowing uh -huh. yeah. crowbar. The other dude has a glowing ball and chain. These guys in the comics look way cooler than that. I, I really think they, they, they look kind of dumb in the show. But let's be blunt. They are dumb in the comics. They are yeah. guys whose job it is to get beat up by superheroes. Like each one of them, in theory, is strong enough to take on Thor, but they're all stupid. Right? So, uh, so, what? Like, just because of that one crowbar, he can take on Thor? Okay, so that crowbar has basically, like, the way you pick up Thor's hammer and it gives you Thor's strength, yeah, yeah, that crowbar yeah. gives that to him. I mean, to me, that feels like when you grab a fucking screwdriver and rub it against a magnet, and then all of a sudden it can pick up a screw, <laughs> like, a screw. It's like, oh, is that what you did? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> only member of that team that's actually smart is the guy with the, with the wrecking oh. ball. Uh, he is uh, named Thunderball, and he's actually a doctor who studies gamma radiation. But, but he has no ambitions to become anything important. Okay. So he just hangs out with these guys, and and you know robs banks and stuff. So the screw still falls off, like yeah, basically. Uh, but but, the, but you know what's interesting? We're talking about how much that they're emphasizing femini uh, feminist issues. Uh, they've also done some some race swapping with characters. Not much, just a little bit. Uh, Mallory, uh, who is one of her coworkers, is white in the comics. She's black here. Um, Titania is also white. Um, but what's weird is Thunderball, that doctor I told you about who has the ball and chain, he's black in the comics. And that actor looked white. I, I, I'm yeah. kind of, that seems like an odd choice there considering. But, it, but either way, um, I mean, but, but do you, do you care that much? Like, when do you 
Because it feel because if if I were to if I were to just look at it from a very objective perspective, it's like switching. Like what was the what was the name of this character? You know? Thunderball. Look up Thunderball. 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 Well, so- we we they gave you Thunderball. White people will be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because okay, let, let me give you let me give you an example. There, you get that one. Uh, John Leguizamo, right? Yeah, yeah, he, that's another he, issue. He John Leguizamo talks shit about uh, DeFranco or what's his name? DeFranco, yeah, yeah. playing. Um, we spoke about this press last time. Yeah, yeah Castro. Castro. And as soon as I saw a side by side, I was like, damn, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, but then I'm like, there. That's a leading role. That's like a. That's not some. I don't know what you call it, right? Not not background character. Background. background, It's not a background character, and it's like, but damn, he play. He would play it so well. And then um, Kevin here said, like, how about uh, what's the guy from? Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal's like, that fool's even better, and you don't have to worry about the accent. So there's options, you know. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so Thunderball, I mean, he, like I said, he's he's one of those characters that's always in the background. Of all the Wrecking Crew, he's the only one that's gotten any kind of development over the past 40, 50 years. But even then, when I say development, I mean like once every, you know, five years, somebody will do one story where they mention yeah. him. So if, so if Thunderball, if he sucks, then, you know, that's okay. It's all right. So let me ask you guys a question. Like, you know, like, um, I, I like I said, just today, I started watching videos about the She-Hulk's background mm-hmm. and her, you know, everything. And, and Shed, you even mentioned the whole, like, for, for a good period of time, she didn't have her own comics. She would just pop yeah. out and everybody. And, and But, like, some say it helped her out because it kept her relevant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, where, where is this going? Like where is it going? If 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 you could put money on it right now, all three of you, if I could be like, hey, this this is where it's gonna uh, go. It's going about and ten see, episodes. And, <laughs> and then, no, no. Not, where's it going after the series? But, like where are they, where are they going like if you if you throw your your dart, I want to see who lands the closest. That's what I'm trying to say. Oscar, uh, she shows up in a team up movie, and and it's fun. Uh, maybe since she has that, um, you know, similar kind of. Uh, uh, di- formula or dynamic order. Maybe she shows up in a um, uh, Deadpool movie. You know, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was gonna I ask mean, that. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. She shows up in somebody else's stuff, and then maybe if if people want it, that she'll show up in um, in her own movie. That'd be rad. Because cool. what would be the upper limits of her strength? Like, who can she come up against? Okay, if you're talking about you know? strength, remember these are combo characters. One thing that always gets me is like literally my job at Marvel. It's like, was, it's like talking about Dragon Ball. And these are right? these are always, also always... these are also MCU <laughs> versions of yes, the characters. exactly. So let me let me give you one story, Chikuma, that happened in the comics. All right. So Titania, who is her regular rival, is like right here's She Hulk, here's Titania, like right right below her, just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Titania gets the Power Stone that one of the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, right? She gets the Power Stone. She puts it on her head, and now she is freaking powerful. And she, she looks like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So then she does this really cool thing. Actually, I'm kind of mixing this with another story, but whatever. It's the same basic idea. So what she does is she realizes that she is skinny little Jen Walters. What happens if I exercise when I'm Jen Walters? So she spends like a month like bulking up as Jen Walters. And then when she turns into the Hulk, she's now able to challenge the Power Stone. But then they've also done other stories where – she is like, remember Bruce even said it to her in the first episode. There's something slightly different about the way you handle grandma than I do. In the comics recently, they've shown that She-Hulk 
can absorb gamma radiation in a different way than Hulk can. Uh, whereas he kind of exudes it, she can kind of draw it in. And in doing so, so, it can so more powerful. powerful. Well, yes, but also like the more she draws in, the stupider she gets. So, so she can, Which so is she okay, can as, long, as long as she's pointed in the right direction, right? Exactly. She doesn't yeah. lose. She's still herself on the yeah. inside. She's like inside, she's still thinking about being a lawyer. But outside, she's like, she hoax smash. And inside, yeah. she's like, I'm really going to show this guy what's happening. You know, fuck this guy. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, everybody, every character has that potential. Every Cause, character. Because last time you mentioned how, um, in the comic book, she would always complain about how silly her opponents were. And yes. That was part of the. She, she would that, that was part of the, the writers breaking the fourth wall with the writers yeah. and how ridiculous. So when, um, what's it called? That that one woman that broke through the courtroom. And it's oh, like, Titania. Damn. Yeah, she's like, damn, she looks silly. Is like, is that what Kevin was talking about? Like, boom, out. So well, what she's talking about, what I was talking about was like this last episode where she looks at the camera and says, this is not a show about cameos when, yeah, yeah the shows has cameos. So it's like, yeah, you know. um, I don't know. There's, there's a character that I'm hoping for that I don't think they will have, but is a really cool character. Um, there's a villain called the awesome Android and literally he's this big gray Hulk looking thing, but for a head, he's got like a brick of clay. It's literally a head, no, no, no face, no eyes, no mouth, just a brick of clay. And his ability is he can counter anybody's ability. That's his whole thing. And in the comics, one time he fought Thor. And Thor, that's yeah, not um, what's the name? Um, he's not uh, he's not Clayface. He doesn't transform. No, he there's another guy that that uh, besides Rogue that can copy. Powers. Yes, Sink? Uh, yeah, a couple guys that can do that. Yeah, Sink. There you go. Yeah, Sink. Do yeah. it. So ding, 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 ding. Oscar gets the prize. You get the uh, no prize. Yay. But anyway, uh, in the comics, Your card he, to target. <laughs> he copies Thor's worthiness to hold the hammer. And after, and after copying his worthiness, he's suddenly a good person. So he goes from being a bad guy's henchman to being a good person. And what does he do with his newfound power and good, good personality? He becomes a, an assistant inside the law firm where She-Hulk works. So she, he's just like a, a co- guy who gets the coffee and stuff. So you have this like ten foot tall monster that just gets her coffee when she wants him to. Okay, I want I, I want to see something like that on the show. That's awesome. I would love to see him on the show. He would be great. Um, but uh, how about you guys? Any any Marvel superhero you definitely want to see her interact with, whether they're in the MCU now or not? I mean, we know Daredevil's going to show up, right? Because okay, w- yeah. what's the what's the life of a series like this? How many seasons? And like, because we're in untested territory. In Damn. Yeah. Because it's like. Okay, so if this is phase, what phase are we in? Four. Okay, phase four, and She-Hulk, does she come up to here and then movie or like how? Does I would the... I would like to see her in Fantastic Four. Oh, I would love that. I was gonna ask that building. Or so nobody cares about over so there. I get... at I'd like to the... see another season of of the show. For oh sure. yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, actually. If I was yep. a bet. I was a betting man. We get, we get two more seasons. I'm betting we get at least two more seasons and a ton of movies. Yeah. Because uh, Mrs. Marvel, where is that? How many seasons do you so see that going? I see Miss Marvel uh, probably being more successful on TV than in the movies, but she's going to show up in all the movies. Like she's going to be mm-hmm. in Marvels. We already know that she's going to be in the movie next year. When we have the Avengers movie, I guarantee you she will be on the Avengers team. I guarantee you. So, that. what do you do with the character like America? She's Latina, young. Like, well, they're they're getting a lot of uh, a lot of characters from like Young Avengers and yep. stuff mm-hmm. uh, on screen. 
Um, so that's likely a direct, the direction they're going to go. I bet you Hulk's son gets to join that team too. Mm-hmm. Hulk's son, by the way, his name is Scar. And he's basically like, what if the Hulk was a teenage version of Conan the Barbarian? That's essentially what he is. Giant sword, wears a fur bikini, uh, and uh, and he's just a big dude. Does Justin Momoa have a son? Marvel on the other ones. So so let's uh, move ahead from She-Hulk to other Marvel shows. We talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, the other show I want to talk about just came out was I Am Groot. I don't know if any of you guys watched that. I'm Groot. I yeah, have not. Yeah, I've seen it. It's uh, oh. it's for kids. Yeah, I like it. I enjoyed it. It's it's for kids. Uh, I am Groot. I heard somebody complaining about it that it wasn't serious enough. I'm like, it's a kids show starring a <laughs> what baby. Fuck. What, I, I, uh, what I didn't like is that I didn't know what was the sequence. I, yeah. I didn't. I couldn't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'm actually it's a little bit upset about that too. Random. Like, I wish they had numbers. That would have been easier. But whatever. even YouTube has volumes and parts and whatever. Like, if, if you go to where the chronological order, it tells you where they go. But I yeah. wish, I wish it was already automatic. I think nah. they could have done better with Groot's dialogue. Personally, mm. but you know, yeah, he talked too much, way not believable. Well, we already know Black Panther's coming up. We've talked about this in a previous episode. After Black Panther on Disney Plus is going to be the Guardians of Galaxy holiday special. Like James Gunn, who loves bad movies, is literally naming this after the worst Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what to expect from this, but it's gonna be silly. It's gonna be fun. Hey, but going back to Black Panther, I was mm-hmm. like, each each of the tribes in Black Panther has mm-hmm. a color, right? Yeah, that was it was touched on. They didn't they didn't discuss it in the previous movie, but they definitely showed it. Yeah. But did she have some sort of purple hue? Or I, I'm pretty sure that purple is, is, she? is the, she being the the Black Panther at the end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. My thing my thing is is that. Whoever is Black Panther is going to have that purple hue. They're just going to do that. But isn't there a tribe or people there that identify with that color? No, that was that was Black Panther's colors. He was purple. I know, but no. Shit. I need to go back and watch it. I've been, I've been fucking talking to my sister about it. I've been trying. I've, I don't know. I know, I know uh, Wakabi's tribe, the guy that had the, the cape that became a shield. Mm-hmm. I want to say they had like a blue color to them, but he's not even in this movie. That sucks. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so then we got Guardians uh, holiday special. After that, we got Quantum Mania, which is going to be the big Kang movie, and we know we've got more Kang movies coming, right? We, as they yeah. already announced, uh, way on down the line is going to be uh, Secret Wars and the Kang Dynasty. Hey, so like, um, speaking of all this, like with the Andor movie coming in, yeah, the TV series, like, like how how do how do you like how do you how do you guys imagine like Disney juggling like? Cause you have to kind of put attention to what overlaps with what and what's going to take away from what, like you do with the competition, right? Like they'll push movies from, you know, to the next summer cause another movie's coming out. So then within, within one streaming service, it's like, are you like lining shit up or it's like, fuck it, throw it against the wall. Hey, look at Netflix. Uh, people were complaining that, that uh, people, again, these straight white guys, these were people, complaining- <laughs> we're complaining that Miss Marvel and I'll be the straight white guy <laughs> were gone at the same time, and I'm like, my Netflix, Walter, by the way. Netflix. <laughs> I can play the straight white guy. <laughs> no, I, I, I think we all agree I'm the whitest looking dude here. So, that's yeah. it. but uh, but the thing is, is that like they had two shows on at the same time, whereas Netflix puts the entire series on at once, yeah. and they will do yeah, multiple that... shows on at the same time. How do you? So how do you that was how do, that how do you was such a. That? Bu- 
that was such a bonkers thing to complain about. Like, yes, it really was. Uh, you know, like when I was a kid, I would come home after school and I would watch Batman. Well, I would watch DuckTales. And then after that, I'd watch Batman. And then after that, like at 6.30, The Simpsons would be on. Oh, yeah. And then after that, another show would be on. Okay, so like, you're, you're saying what, that. What is the complaint? Okay. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, exactly. You're, 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 you're saying that white people, white, white people. <laughs> the white, complainers. White people are complaining that it's not being dumped as a whole season. No, well, I'm I'll just, I'll, I'll just say. Uh, I'm the one who said that. He didn't say that. Professional, wow. professional complainers. Who wow. monetize hate and com complaining yeah. yep. are, are trying to tell people that that is a problem, and it's not a problem. That that it's is not getting problem. dumped at one time. No, it's no, not. because because Disney doesn't do that. Disney yeah, puts I on know, it doesn't, episodes, yeah. they put on two episodes a week, and, whereas whereas I, I, Netflix I actually, puts on series on a day. I actually like it this way because, uh, you know, like Stranger Things or whatever, they it's drop that they drop their season and and everybody talked about it for two weeks mm -hmm. and look gone look yeah it's gone mm -hmm. it's gone but let me ask and you know and you though. know what here's another thing i i haven't seen that season and because it's gone i don't even think about it i have only seen season one of stranger mm -hmm. things because when they throw all the entire season out i got shit to do if they yeah, threw but... one episode and said hey watch one i'll watch one yeah but i agree with you I don't mind it. I got shit to do. I got to go to work. But if the show is geared towards a younger audience who has the time to sit there and stream it, that they're, you know, they're not, the younger audience is going to stream anything regardless. Yeah. They'll stream whatever. They'll I, watch I mean, an episode of this. They'll watch an episode of that. Like, I, I have a few friends that will flat out say, I mean, I'm not yeah, going to say I'm not going to watch Hulk until the entire show is done because they want to stream it. They want to they want to binge it. So that's fine for them. They chose to do that. But I, I like yeah, the idea of putting it out week by week because we can discuss it week by week. Make theories, right. make guesses, you know. Yeah. What else are we going to talk about at the water cooler? Yeah, exactly. Uh, on that note, uh, I want to switch subjects to one last topic before we head out, and that is what are you guys reading right now? Uh, uh, Rolo, are you reading any comics right now? Uh, I just got done reading one, but it's not Marvel. That's okay. What are you reading? Um, I read uh, Injustice finally. Mm -hmm. um, Injustice uh, season, uh, what is it? Uh, year one. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty cool story. Uh, I dug it. Uh, pretty dark. Um, I, I was playing, once I got close to the end of the book, I started playing the uh, animated uh, movie and did not like it compared to the comic. Um, well, but it was you fun. Said, it was, you said it was, you're reading was, year one. If I understand, I don't read a lot of DC. If I understand correctly, year one is kind of a prequel. To what the animated series is based on, right? Uh, they 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 said that they use like like part of like the, the like the next storyline or something like that. Um, I didn't dig too deep into that, but uh, but yeah, like it's 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 got parts of uh, of the next one like meshed in. Um, but yeah, that's why I didn't like it because it wasn't familiar to me. Um, but yeah, I read that. Um, I liked it a lot. I liked seeing a dark Superman. That was pretty cool. And I liked seeing a Batman being Batman. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun book. Oscar? Uh, okay, here's a non-Marvel one again. Mm -hmm. uh, I decided to finally finish reading Sam and Max, Freelance Ooh, Police. That's good. I read that one. Um, good. I, it's very influential to Mashbone and Grifty in a number of ways. It's super funny. It's great. They're idiots. 
It's fun. The drawings are amazing. It kind of shows you the last time I read it. There's a Combo Loco coupon here from H-E-B. I'm H-E-B, yeah. Um, so if you buy Gladware containers, 3 to 12 ounces, or Glad food storage bags, 30 to 100 count, assorted varieties, of course, you get free, check it out, free, KC Masterpiece Marinade. Keep in mind, that's not the barbecue sauce. That's the marinade. So it's going to be watery. You're going to put it. You you want to use it as a marinade. Okay? How, long do you marinate, how, how long do you marinate for? Though? Me, I marinate minimum twenty four hours. But the, uh, the, what are the instructions? Because it turns. Well, this is a this is a coupon, so it doesn't have instructions for how to use the marinade. But the, the do you the, do you add on to that? Do you add a little limon? I don't know some kind of like um, a ginger, lemon, lemon no, zest or anything. No, you just no, 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 it on no, no. Yeah, if you get like the Casey stuff, you get that kind of thing. You just use that. I would add maybe and actually. I would add a beer to it, or or water. You know, but most you of it. So, but the problem I'm having with this book is <laughs> you mean this recipe? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Before you get back to the book, I wanted yeah. to say this is five meats in a nutshell. You say literally. I, I, I'm reading Sam and Max, and my review of it is this HEB coupon. Yeah, well, you see, the the problem I have with this book, if I may critique it, mm -hmm. is that the combo local coupon. Yes, um, yes. It expired uh, in. Uh, July twenty fourth, two thousand. Why is why does it? Wait, 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 wait two thousand so what? Two thousand what? Two thousand eight. So the last time I read this book, <laughs> the last time I read this book was two thousand eight. I have about, I have about ten pages left to read. Mm. So in two thousand eight, I had ten pages to read, and I said, I, I'm gonna save it. Put the combo loco coupon in here, and I'm gonna do it again so that I don't lose my spot. And and then it and then I put it on the shelf. Actually, no. At the time, I lived with my wife, so it went in the bottom shelf of the closet. That sucked. Uh, so it sat there for since two thousand eight. And my critique now is that it's been so long, I can't use that coupon. I think you should argue it to the manager. Definitely. Supreme Court, Supreme Court, all the way to Supreme Court. Why not? I, you have more than your I've been arguing. I've been arguing. Your lawyer. I've been mm -hmm. arguing for three weeks with the with Carvana. On where, the, where the fuck is my car? I'm super oh, angry about all it. Other issues, all other issues. It's um, in uh, it's in Davana. Yeah, it's um, in bumfuck Egypt. Is where it is. I'm yeah. super angry. So I think I think when when I go when well, I go you, to look, Egypt, you look Egyptian with that. When when I when what I go wearing? to, it's alpaca, man. Um, <laughs> When I go to HEB with this coupon, I think instead of arguing, uh, I'm going to try to put on the charm, you know, be, be a little nice. Maybe if I tweet it and it gets traction, HEB will give uh -huh. me the, they'll give me the free KC Masterpiece. You got to take a picture of the, of the coupon. Yeah, maybe I don't even have to buy the, the Gladware containers. You can ask a question since we got the encyclopedia over here. Yeah. Um, why I was came across some DC stuff online. Why does Marvel have like Universe Six Three Six? But then, okay. well, uh, let's, uh, let's, oh, here we has, go. You know, DC has like Universe 
two, one. three, eight, yeah. or whatever. So, all right. So, I will touch this real quick, and then we got to wrap up for the day uh, because it's a silly little story. So, so DC was really the first comic book company to really do the whole like multi. And the only reason I ask is because Invincible made an appearance in both with both Batman. Yes. And Spider-Man. Yeah, he, yeah, Invincible met Spider-Man yeah, yeah. as well. And that's canon for Marvel. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the DC one, but the Marvel one is canon. The thing is, is that DC, they said, well, Earth 1 is where the main heroes are. Earth mm-hmm. 2 is where the Golden Age heroes are. And Earth 3 is where the evil heroes are. It's whatever, you know, they go on like that. Yeah. And then in the uh, Marvel didn't really do much of that. They had, they had multiverses, but they didn't really discuss it. Then in the 80s, over in the, the British comics of Captain Britain, they established a multiverse of Captain Britons and the writers there were like, you know what? We're not important enough to think we're number one. So let's just say we're a bigger number. And the Marvel universe became earth 616. Mm-hmm. So while Marvel does occasionally have earlier numbers show up, like there was even a Spider-Man story that took place on earth zero, you know, that they mainly stick in the higher numbers, whereas DC mainly sticks below 52, you know, and it's just, it's, it's just for fun. They're just yeah, random. Okay. You know, and honestly, I think it's hilarious that you, that you would have your main universe be 616. Like, it's just way out there. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, it's not even that important, but that's their main universe. I think it's hilarious. All right. On that note, guys, I want to thank you much for this long, meandering conversation where we discuss She-Hulk. We discuss the future of Marvel. We discuss comic books. We discuss the contents. Politics. The politics. We also discussed yeah. what ATV was offering in 2016. Uh, so that's important. Or 2008, actually. 2008. Mm-hmm. 2008. So very important. Uh, so, and I want to thank you guys for coming. So let me ask you. Let me ask. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do the outro. Okay, Oscar, give me five meats that you can skewer. That you can skewer. Skewer. Oh god. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Okay, let me give you the definition of five, of meats. By the way, of meat. Does human count? Okay, I'm a definite. Okay, one according to Google, the flesh of an animal, especially a mammal. As food, piece of meat, and then has pictures of red meat. So, given that, give me five meats that you can skewer. Okay, Rollo. Does does it have to be red? No, I don't want to skewer. Whatever. No, I'm gonna give you another question right now. <laughs> oh. Give me five meats that you can skewer, Oscar, alone. All right, by yourself. <clears throat> and your okay, thoughts. cool. Uh, pork loin, uh, shrimp, fucking what's that other thing? Um, what's that shit called? Uh, ribeye, you, you chop them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? Three. What else do we got? Uh, fucking the 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 flesh of my enemies. Oh, and the and the fifth the fifth one, Mashbone and Grifty Book One, open for biz, and? which comes out this winter from Roast Comics and Scout roasted, Comics. Roasted, roasted, roasted. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, butter on top and everything. Rollo, five meats you can flip. Five meats you can flip? Yeah. Like resell for a higher value? Ah, oh, shit, that's easy. <laughs> uh, seasoned leg quarters out the trunk of my car. Uh, camarones <laughs> at the island on the okay. beach. Cooler. Uh, that's what you meant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, definitely. awesome. Uh, let's see. Whenever the, the steaks fall off the truck yeah, uh, from like the Schwanz guy, you can flip that, make mm-hmm. a profit. Um, a good boudin. People will buy a good oh, boudin. That's okay, make yeah. the last one flip on the grill. Uh, flip on the grill. Uh, well, it's gonna be uh probably the hottest thing, man. Hottest thing in the coolest time of the year. Uh, Five Meats Comics. Uh, 
And uh, Cheese Book Comics and Scout Comics bringing you Match One and Fifty Number One. Yeah, this book on the independent scene. It's coming out this winter. There's already somebody on eBay trying to flip the uh, SDCC exclusives. So we already know it is a meat that can be flipped. Yeah, como yeah, como chavelocho. Eso 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 eso. Yeah, eso 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 eso. But anyways, good. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome having you guys on. I'll let Kevin take it out. Any uh, any outro? Uh, well, I don't know, man. I, I think you were doing a beautiful job. Uh, just real quick, how can we find you guys? Uh, yeah. Rolo, how do we find Five Meats on the internet? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Five Meats, at, uh, the number five and M-E-A-T-S. On Facebook at The Five Meats. Just put a the in front of that. Five uh, what else are we at? Are we on? We're on TikTok yet. You're on, on TikTok. TikTok yeah, but yeah. we're not. We're not doing too much there. You do once in a while. Follow us on TikTok. We'll, uh, we'll we'll do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm Kevin Garcia. Find me at kevingarcia.com. But even I don't do anything there. I just have a thing there. Chikume, we find you in the darkest corners of the internet. Yeah. Don't look for me. I don't want to. Don't like fuck <laughs> ah, Whatever. But, 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 but as for my you will, you'll come across me at your local buffet. In the meantime, Chispa put some sh- shirts out for these guys. Like, <laughs> like with the meats that they just mentioned, you know, on the front, the skewer, on the back, the flip. So that's all you got in your mess. And if you want, you can add the combo logo. Yeah. Son of a H- bitch, I took it out of the book. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he lost his page. Lost his page. Why? Uh, Why? No. Okay. Oh on that note, you can okay, find no. my primos. You can find my primos podcast on all the major podcasting things. All we ask, please, is that you like, that you share, you tell your friends about it, you tell your enemies about it, you tell your cousins about it. Please share us, listen to us, argue with us, agree with yeah. us. Tell us what you think. And with that, thank you all. Goodbye. Salute.